The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Winnipeg has become the flagship franchise of the CFL. Oh, yeah, who said that months ago? Oh, wait a minute, me. Oh, good one. What, what I respect about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers is that they don't care. They're not running around looking for credit. They don't care. They've got the Grey Cups. They've got the records. They've got... They don't care. Proof's in the pudding, man. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Brand new week. Daytime sports talk coming at you from South Florida. Hour 2 brought to you by Great Western's Original 16 Beer. Extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today. And, of course, Taco Time. Taco Time viewer takeover coming up. They're not tater tots. They're Mexi fries. Scientifically proven. All right. I appreciate this guy for sticking with us into hour two. We can kick the shoes off, Coach Reinbold, and get into it. Okay. Thanks for waiting. Alabama, Georgia tonight. That U.S. college coach I was telling you about, I don't want to give his name. Let's just say he's a real sweet guy. And uh, I think you know him. We can't figure out why George is favored by three at betregal.net tonight against Alabama. Because Alabama destroyed him 41-24 in the SEC championship game. This national championship tonight, what do you think about that line and how do you think it's going to play out? I think, I think it's an interesting line. I think that more has says what Georgia did to Michigan than what Alabama did to Georgia. And I, you know, again, those lines tend to be, you know, they change every week. They change every day. And, and certainly Georgia's latest body of work against Michigan was, you know, a beatdown. And I mean a serious beatdown. Michigan looked slow. They looked unathletic. I don't think, Rod, you can appreciate just how good SEC defensive linemen are. The biggest difference in college football across the country is in the defensive line. And you go to the SEC, and those are real men. I mean, those are real athletic, big, strong human beings. I heard a coach uh, from the university. We played University of Wisconsin when I was at Hawaii. And uh, Jim Hubner was the offensive line coach at Wisconsin. I talked to him before the game because I've known him for years. And I said, Hubby, how do you like it at Wisconsin? And he said, I, I really like it. We got great kids. He said, but in the Big Ten, most of the what would be defensive linemen in the SEC, you know, are they're just not there. And the offensive linemen in the SEC are playing defensive line in the Big Ten. And I think that's really true. That. They're so athletic. They're unbelievably athletic. 
you look at the the five star ratings, and I'm not a big guy on ratings, recruiting ratings, but Rivals does a star system. There were 40 five star players on the Georgia roster. There were five at Michigan, and it really looked like it on game time because Michigan's speed, which was outstanding in the Big Ten, just could not hold up on the edges on a perimeter with you know Georgia, and and I think. You know, the, the place that I give Alabama a, an edge in this game is coaching. I think Saban has been there, done it. He's got outstanding people on his staff. His team knows how to prepare, knows how to play in big games. Georgia got bloodied by, by uh, Alabama the last time they played. It'll be interesting to see whether Kirby Smart and that staff can you know, what, whether that was going to serve as a wake-up call or whether this will be a reminder of why Alabama is better than Georgia. Hey, guys, Moose here. When you're done listening to this podcast, you should check out Blindsided. The Players' Tribune has launched its first-ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's called Blindsided from the Players' Tribune. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. And they've already had guests that include Kevin Lowe of the Oilers, Paul Bissonnette, and Kurt Warner. It's available now. The Players' Tribune launching its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided with Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. You can check it out now when you're done listening to this wherever you get your podcasts. 41-24, one month ago, December the 7th, that the Crimson Tide won the football game. But correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if anybody's done the stats on this. Somebody must have. There's got to be more SEC players than in the CFL than any other conference. They run rampant across the well, I think the same thing's true, Rod, in the National Football League. You look around the NFL, and every team you see has outstanding SEC players. Look at, you know, we've had Jefferson was the, was the rookie of the year a year ago, a receiver out of LSU. Well, this year it's probably going to be Jamar Chase, his teammate at LSU. I mean, it, you just go through it. It's, it's football in the South, particularly in the Southeast, the SEC. It is way more than a game. And, you know, until you've coached down there, and I coached in Louisiana, and I will tell you that it is a completely different game. And it is the best athletes with the most, you know, I mean, with this NIL thing that they have in the States now where basically players, players can be paid, the, the balance of power is going to shift even further and further away. And the big schools in the SEC, the Alabamas, the Georgias, the Texas A&Ms, the Floridas, They'll just keep getting farther and farther past and farther and farther ahead of everybody else in the country. I know you want to talk about the NFL playoff matchups. We, we just got to talk about the firings. Uh, six openings now, as we sit here now, there may be more by the end of the day. But in South Florida, they are outraged at Brian Flores being fired. I'm not joking. Outraged. And I didn't see it coming. Did you? I thought there was a possibility, and I'll tell you why. When you watch the circus that went on around Tua Tagovailoa and Deshaun Watson, and the, are we going to trade for Deshaun, da 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 
you know what, that told me everything that I needed to know. There was obviously a tremendous rift in the organization. You know, Rod, having done this for 30 some years, I can read the tea leaves pretty well. <laughs> and when you see a guy who you took in with the fifth pick in the draft, being having to deal with repeated, repeated questions about whether are you really going to be the guy here for the long term are you good enough all the stuff that when you openly uh i guess flirt with deshaun watson you're setting yourself up for now that that separation to occur and what it told me was that there was a gigantic power struggle going on in miami now I will say this, I think I think Flores is an outstanding coach. I think that's been proven. But there are some things that make you scratch your head a little bit and you don't know whether they're Brian Flores, uh, you know, they're the general manager, they're the, you know, the owner, where it's all coming from. But Tua's been there three years. He's had three different offensive coordinators. Three on three different in three years. That is that is really tough on a young quarterback. Now, is the you know, and they've had numerous staff changes. That's a little bit the Belichickian way. But is that, you know, Greer? Is that Flores? You know, where's, you know, continuity is important in an organization. And when you're constantly changing coaches, unless you have the structure that New England has. And, you know, here's another thing we can talk about, Rod. How many New England assistant coaches have gone out from Fortress Patriot and succeeded? Now, everybody wants a little of that Belichick magic, that Patriot magic, but hey, go through them. Tell me, tell me the ones that have succeeded or uh, more than one, one or two years. You know, Josh McDaniels had a little flirt with success in Denver. Bill O'Brien is now at Alabama trying to get back into the National Football League. I mean, you, you go through the whole list of them. Ryan Flores now three years and fired. Uh, you, you go through the whole list of them, and it's basically the same story. And the fact of the matter is the structure in New England is so unique, so very unique, where basically Belichick handles everything. And the owner has some has input, but really stands back and just writes checks. And so it's you can take that out of New England. You can take that, you know, yeah, he can tell you about the structure. He can say, you know, this is the way we did it in New England. But are you willing to give that guy, you know, that kind of power? And again, Dave Patricia in, in Detroit. I mean, it's over and over and over. We've heard it. You know, they, they're great young football coaches. They're great coaches. They've been in the proving ground of the NFL. There's no place in history that's had more success than New England's had. And yet, all these bright guys go out of the factory, go out of the laboratory, and can't succeed. Why is it? Because the, the it's such a unique environment in New England. And if they can re, re, replicate the entire environment, you might have the success. But it has it's proven to be a failure. Have you had the opportunity to see any of the Man in the Arena documentaries on Tom Brady that's airing right now on ESPN? I have not, but I've been told by a friend of mine it's really good. Oh, well, yeah. And so it's 20 years of Patriots football. You're talking about Matt Patricia, Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cornell, Josh McDaniel. Where are those guys now? So, yes. Uh, but I will say this, Sam McGuavin. Yeah, go ahead, Coach. 
It's every, it's been every one of them. And, and, you know, it's interesting. You see Sam, wasn't it great to see Sam score a touch, score a touchdown for Miami on the last play of the game yesterday. Uh, so I'm saying, and he loves Flores. He's a Flores guy. So you think there's a few nervous guys in that locker room today with Flores being let go, but Sam will play somewhere. Um, the viewers want to know how you got that sky sports opportunity coach to be the NFL analyst there on that European network. They just, they're enjoying your coverage. How'd it come about? I'll tell you what, Rod, like a lot of things in my career have come about, just sheer luck. I mean, for a guy who has no more talent than I have, I've been really, really fortunate. I, here's what happened. I was working for the NFL office in London, England. Uh, I had been fired by Winnipeg, came over to NFL Europe. They asked me to stay and work in the International Player Development Program in, out of London. And I was in the office one day, and the president of the league, Alistair Kirkwood, came down, and he knocked on my door, and he said, Jeff, uh, didn't you do some TV for uh, what, a TSN when, when you got fired in Winnipeg? I said, yeah, I did a little stuff around the Grey Cup, and I had a weekly you know, NFL News and Notes show. And he said, would you sit in this weekend? Because Sky is a Fox affiliate, and, you know, Brian Baldinger, uh, you know, Troy Aikman, Moose Johnson, all those guys, Darren Woodson, all of them cut their teeth over here. They were using it as a developmental environment for their young broadcasters. And so Darren couldn't make a show and they didn't have enough time to get the paperwork done to get another guy in from the States. So they asked me to sit in. I sat in, did the show and Rod, I prepared, but I did it the way I do everything in my life. I'm not going to obsess about it and sweat about it. I'm going to be me. And if that's not good enough, then they can find another guy. And um, <laughs> it just so happened that one of the big wigs from, from Mr. Murdoch's corporate, Rupert Murdoch's corporation on Fox was in town in London. It was just channel surfing and checking the programming. And he came across our broadcast and uh, they had a, meeting, <laughs> had a meeting on Monday. And I found this out about five years later. And the producer of the NFL show uh, was sitting in the meeting and, and the guy goes around the table and he's telling everybody what he thinks of the programming. And he comes to the NFL show and he goes, all right, who was that blonde guy you had in this week on doing the color? And my, <laughs> my, my producer goes, uh, he was just a fill in. I swear, well, you'll never see him again. Guys, never. No, I, I can get rid of him tomorrow. <laughs> and the guy goes, the guy goes, Nah, I kind of like him. Let's let's keep him around. And that's 15 years ago. So that's how it happened. That's I wish I could say it was premeditated and I had this big plan and I'd done all this training and everything else. It was just just a lucky break and you know how it happens sometimes. Well, where I really got in tune to it was when you and Rob Ryan were down here in South Florida for that Super Bowl, and I'm like, oh, I want to be there so bad. Hey, you now, you so know, I made the, it happen. The great. The greatest one we've ever done was when I was working for Sports Center, right? And they sent me down to do a, a the it was the Broncos and Atlanta in, in Miami, and they were looking for a location. They were trying to figure out what to do around the beach, and I said, "Okay, give me fifteen minutes. I'll, I'll have something for you." So what I did is I went to the lifeguard tower. And I got on the lifeguard's uh, little bullhorn, you know, that they have. And I said, uh, open auditions for Sports Center out of Canada, Super Bowl, 
human telestrators uh, segment. Be here in five minutes. Well, you know what it's like. You know what it's like. Moths to light. You know when when you get people. At it was the a beach bum rush. Be on TV. Yeah, <laughs> be, be on TV. So they all like that. We must have fifty people around the lifeguard shack, right? And so now I got Now I got to come up with an idea, right? So I said, okay, here's what I need. I need. I need. Uh, I need eleven girls and I need eleven men, right? And we divided them into teams, and then we we went out on the beach. And we actually ran the Broncos waggle play, which is a bootleg play that Elway ran all the time against cover two. And so I would move people around like they were chess pieces, right? And they're in their bathing suits. And I mean, it was madness, but it was a big, big hit. And we had a heck of a lot of fun with it. That's probably my proudest TV moment. I could see it now. It's like Baywatch meets Longest Yard or something. But you know, I showed up. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what it was. Yeah, I showed up to do the show at Bow Campers here in September. You know, Bow Campers Sports Bar in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. and they said we'd love to have you. Anything to do with the Dolphins, we're fine with. And I'm like, sure, yeah, let's go with that. And the show's been great, and they've had us make that. Hey, we only have time for one NFL question. We'll have to break it down next one. But for my Cowboys. I like the 49ers matchup more than the Cardinals on wildcard weekend. That's how I feel about the matchup. How about you? I think, I think it's going to be an interesting game. I, you know, in my opinion, right, this is my opinion. Last night, Kyle Shanahan absolutely pencil whipped Raheem Morris. And I mean pencil whipped him. If it was a 12-round fight, they'd have stopped it at six rounds. because. He had, they had no idea how to defend them. And, you know, the thing that San Francisco brings is a system that really, really does a great job utilizing its personnel because they've got some guys in Juszczyk and Kittle and Debo Samuel that are, they can do multiple, multiple things with those guys. And so they really make it hard on you on defense. And you got to make, in my opinion, you've got to make Garoppolo beat you, right? You can't let the running backs beat you. You got to make Garoppolo beat you. And I am sure Dan Quinn will spend this week scheming up ways that they can get into eight man boxes and make Garoppolo throw the ball to win the game. Otherwise, if you do what Raheem Morris did yesterday, which is, you know, basically nothing. I mean, he their, their adjustments were, it was an interesting. At the end of the game, they blew a coverage on the goal line on the touchdown that, that was really the deciding factor in the game. And I don't know if you caught it, but Jalen Ramsey went right up to Raheem Morris and jumped in his grill because he knew they were in the wrong, they were in the wrong stuff. And I think that's, a, that's, that's really where... The Cowboys are going to have to really do a great job scheme-wise on defense. And it's going to be Dan Quinn against Kyle Shanahan, you know, two guys that know each other extremely well. Yeah, and well, for the Rams might have just ticked them off because they're still in the playoffs, and they now have the Cardinals. So every matchup in the playoffs scares me for the Cowboys, always have. Coach, it's been nice to have hey. more time. Uh, thanks for this. It, it, it's, it's my pleasure. We're going to do this every Monday through the playoffs, I hope. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Stay uh, safe over there. And thanks for this. Thanks for staying. You got it, Rod. Aloha. Jeff Reinbold of the Montreal Alouettes and Sky Sports NFL analyst.
The Moose will be back in here next. We got lots to talk about today. It's a brand new week on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Brand new week uh, continues on the RP Show. Just ahead of bringing the moose back in. A lot of people talking about our flow on this show. It's because of one of our newest partners, Tough Tribe for Men. Tough Tribe for Men contains aloe vera, botanicals, and antioxidants, traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits. We are part of the clean beauty industry. Welcome to Clean Beauty for Men. Available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four. Toughtribeformen.com and Amazon Canada. An hour two of the RP show is brought to you by Great Western. Original 16 beer brewed right in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor. Purchase at a store near you today. And again, just before we bring the moose in, it's Monday. They've been wanting to talk to us, moose. Hang on. I just open up the 902 text line and boom, it's full. So from the comment earlier, we were reading curling results from across the country. Shane watching in Selkirk, Manitoba says uh, he's watching on Game Plus TV. He says, I've only heard tankard used in Ontario. Every other event there is called a tankard. I've never heard it used in Manitoba. Our men's is just called the Viterra Men's Provincial. So some provinces do, some provinces don't. Chris watching in Surrey, BC on Game Plus Television says, love you, dupes, but I respectfully disagree. The timeout changed the Raiders' approach. We can bring the moose in on that, but I'm just going to roll through these and then you can respond to whatever selected ones you want. Uh, from Sean watching in Vancouver on Game Plus Television. Morning, guys. From my curling teammate, Rob, he says, tankard or British consoles is an older term designating the men's provincial curling champion. So it's not just a Saskatchewan term, but it's an old term. And not everybody uses it anymore. From Jack in Alberta, Chargers at Raiders was one of the most exciting games I've watched in a while. Very impressed with Chargers quarterback number 10, Herbert. From here, go Cowboys. And from Brady, Watching in the Bridge City, he says, I get to watch the RP show on Mondays as well. I heard last night Sunday Nighter was supposed to be the worst Sunday Nighter of all time. It was amazing. Was hoping for a tie, though, but I guess Big Ben gets one more run at the Super Bowl. Coffee starts at 11, SAS time, noon Eastern. We covered all of this in the warm-up. Folks, that's why we do it. We covered all these things, but which of this, Darren, tickles your fancy that you would like to address? I'm not done with the Sunday night, man. I'm not. I mean, okay. I'm glad okay. somebody brought up Justin Herbert because I was, I've been excited to talk about those two quarterbacks. I mean, somebody on Twitter said there needs to be an award for Derek Carr. An award. I don't care what it is. It won't be the MVP. But there needs to be some award because they've gone through all kinds of adversity and they just find ways to win and get the team into the playoffs. And that dude is a leader. And... Unbelievable watching him play. But Justin Herbert is a real elite talent. And 
The big shocker in the NFL is that the Chargers aren't in the playoffs. They are so talented, but they're Jekyll and Hyde. You just, you know, one week they're up, one week they're down, but there's no doubting their talent. And he, I mean, you think you'd be nervous in that fourth quarter and into overtime, but he completed, I think it was five fourth downs. And they weren't running the football. These were fourth and tens. And you're on the edge of your seat, but it didn't seem like they were. It just bang, 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 fourth down conversion, fourth down conversion, fourth down conversion. It was unbelievable to watch his poise and the way he took that team down the field and got it into overtime was really cool. And on the timeout thing, I was reading more about that. And, you know, if the coaches and Derek Carr came out and said, look at when they signaled the timeout, that's what changed our mentality to we're going to go for the win as opposed to just kneel this out. Well, they didn't throw the football after that. They still just continued to run it, and the Chargers could have stopped them, um, but instead Jacobs broke a 10- or 12-yard run, which put him into field goal range. So I still don't think the timeout was that big of a factor. We're overblowing it a little bit. Uh, I, we're not, but people are. <laughs> people, and as I yeah. said, people. I had that coach DM, DM me this morning and go, you guys better be talking about the timeout, and it's just that's the thing about football is it is the ultimate hindsight sport if it works we're not talking about it it didn't work so we're talking about it right they lost the game anyways just want to throw in some comments from the youtube feed right now and by the way we will start this brand new week it started comment uh, contest is open for taco time online ordering is available try it today and get a free burrito on your first order who wouldn't want that use promo code Free burrito when you sign up at Taco Time. Go to Taco Time online. Has everybody got that? Okay. Uh, from our viewers, they all love the interview with Jeff Reinbold. Carlos watching in Indianapolis, which, by the way, is site of the Natty tonight, Alabama, Georgia. Carlos says, it's nice how this show can make audibles when necessary. I think most television shows could. I've been doing TV a long time, too, not necessarily on this channel and this show. You could. They just don't. You know what I mean? That's right. They're so, stick they're to so the rigid script, and inflexible. Right, right stick to the script, whereas we don't even have a script. That is the truth. How about that? Alex Campbell. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Alex Campbell watching on YouTube says, is there a better interview than Jeff Reinbold? Extremely experienced and interesting. There's just a football guy and why he likes me. I have no idea because we've never worked on the same team. Never worked on the same team. Just been in the CFL forever. And as I've often said, people like us just tend to find each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mutual respect. Yeah, I guess. Um, Jennifer watching from the four seasons. She's she's watching on Game Plus today. She let us know that in hour one. She, and and um, Cynthia is watching in Pittsburgh. She joined this late. She's like, "What did I miss? All of this? You got to be here right on time, noon Eastern." Yeah. Uh, Jennifer says the refs helped out the Raiders with that lousy pass interference call that ended with the Raiders scoring the touchdown. I like the Raiders, but I was cheering for the Chargers. How about this? If both teams had tied 
And I would like to, is it 111? Oh, no, well past 129. Pay attention to what's going on here. Everybody's writing in about the NFL stuff because it's what's top of mind. It's what's front and center. Are you with me on this? That if the game had ended in a tie, whether legitimately or not, it could have. And yeah. big, big Ben gets knocked out. Would you not say that it was their fault for not putting it in somebody else's hands, your playoff fate? You could have done, yeah, you know, thrown one more touchdown, Ben, to win one more game. You didn't win the division as it was. You snuck in. Really, they did. They kind of backdoored it. They did backdoor it. How can you be mad when you leave it to somebody else? Fair? You can't. You can never be. You're right. You can never be mad when you leave it to somebody else. But it would have been worse if they just whole hum went through the game, didn't take any chances, didn't try and win. No, they were both. The Chargers and the Raiders were trying to win that football game. Like they were taking shots down the field. They were playing to win the game. And if it happened to end in a tie, because that's how tight it was, that would have been okay. That would have been okay. So um, it's just the whole kneel down thing. If we would have just kneeled out the clock, that would have been a bit of an embarrassment to the league and to the game and the integrity. But if that game last night, the way it was played, if that ended in a tie, it would have been completely different. Cynthia in uh, Pittsburgh watching. She says, Big Ben gets one more run and my hopes get one more round. Steeler fan here. And Pittsburgh crowd. I'm happy for them. But again, if it had ended in the tie and he got knocked out, I wouldn't have shed a tear. Uh, he, I was reading this morning, he's never had a below 500 record in his entire career. Just with all the crap and stuff that's thrown at him, he's never had a losing record. That's unbelievable to me. That's really unbelievable. It's crazy. And there was one poor, lone Steeler fan at the game in Vegas that they kept cutting to as that game was tied. And he's just like, oh, my God, this is going to end up in a tie. I came here to celebrate the playoffs. And it was funny watching that they kept panning to him and then the relief that he felt after that game was over. My God. Pinkness, uh, Pinks is watching one of our P1s. Pinks. Todd Pinkney. He says, well, it won't be Eagles, Cowboys, but can Tampa Bay stop the Eagles running game? Brady will be hurting after this one. As always, lunch on it. Uh, can I just spend, uh, spend a minute on the Tampa Bay-Philadelphia game? BetRegal.net has the Bucks favored by 8.5. The only way Tampa loses this game is if they get lost on the way to the stadium, which incidentally is <laughs> In their stadium. So, and I did bet one of our sponsors, uh, Darnell from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, I bet him on last Saturday night's game, Cowboys Eagle, two nights ago. Uh, Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, by the way, you guys want to send the guitar across the screen because I love it so much. The Rockstar of the Day on Friday was Tory Gurley, by the way. Tory Gurley, our NFL insider. Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions specializes in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. Uh, we bet a lunch at Shula's Joe's, Darren, in the Bridge City, because you know how much I love my Shula's Joe's. I really do. And yeah. he said, yeah, you're on. And then the Cowboys just speedboated, motorboated them. As I like, they motorboated them. 
But then I'm watching the game, and the Eagles rested all their guys, including their quarterback, Jalen Hurd. I'm like, what's Gardner Minshew in this? Are they getting, aren't they getting ready for the playoffs? So I rescinded the bet. It wasn't even a challenge. Um, and Jeff Reinbold's got me considerably scared now of the San Francisco 49ers. Now I wish we were getting the beaten up, low fuel light on Arizona Cardinals going into the playoffs here. I still think it's a good enough matchup. I do. Mandy in Edmonton says, uh, so happy you're feeling better, Rod. Thank you, Mandy. She says, must know if Kim Coates watched any CFL last season. As you told him, there would be a season, and you were right. Thank you. I do have psychic abilities, as I've learned lately. Uh, do we? Has Kim Coates tried to log in yet? Ah, Darren, I'm going to let you go and bring you back for overtime. What do you say? Have fun with Kim. Okay, see ya. Thanks for your contribution. We'll see you in overtime. Quick sports update from this Monday. Daytime sports talk is just so much fun. So much goes on. From the NFC North to the AFC East, the firings began almost immediately after the NFL's first 17-game season concluded. The Vikings fired coach Mike Zimmer and general manager Rick Spielman this morning following an 8-9 season. Uh, division rival Chicago parted with coach Matt Nagy and GM Ryan Pace after going 6-11. and And in a surprise... Miami dismissed coach Brian Flores, whose Dolphins went 9-8, and eight, including a sweep of arch-rival New England this year. Indeed, the coaching records for each total 130 wins and 112 losses. Flores was right around 500, just below 503 seasons here. Yet here in South Florida, the Dolphins seem to be overachievers with a modest roster, but the Vikings and Bears were both major disappointments this season one problem for minnesota and chicago resides in neighboring wisconsin the packers while green bay is an nfl power and perennial championship contender the vikings and bears have done more teasing than triumphs dimmer was seven eight and one against the packers uh, the bears under Nagy were one and seven against green bay so aaron Rodgers is the reason apparently that both these coaches got fired Anyways, that's what's gone down so far in the National Football League this morning on Black Monday. Three coach firings and a few GMs. Uh, by the way, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross, who kept general manager Chris Greer, hinted at communication issues. Greer is the brother of former NHLer Mike Greer. I was told by NFL super agent Gil Scott when we were eating shrimp in the luxury suite in uh, Miami here a couple months ago. Anyways, this sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, visit g2gbars.ca and order yours today. RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Star of film, stage, and screen, Kim Coates joins us next. You're watching the RP Show from South Florida on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24 Hour Sports Radio at Rod Peterson. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Daytime sports talk continues from gorgeous South Florida. But hey, we got news from Canada. The MMA 
is coming to Calgary this weekend. Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship is set for Saturday night at Grey Eagle and includes two title bouts. Laura Fonterra and Andy Nguyen square off for the 5C 115-pound world title. Saturday at Grey Eagle Resort in Calgary. In Calgary, pawfc.com for tickets. That's pawfc.com for tickets this Saturday night. MMA at Grey Eagle in Calgary. One week from today, we'll be broadcasting live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. As I said before the break, the star of film, stage, and screen, Kim Coates, joins us. And he was just kind of in a rain delay the last couple of years, or so we thought in COVID. And now he's got all kinds of things to promote as we welcome him back in the new year. How are you doing, Mr. Coates? Rod, how are you? 100%, my man. Are you in are you in Florida, Rod? You're not in Regina. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm in Boca Raton where your friends all say to say hi. They remember you from the Bad Boys film down here that you were that you started. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I was a very young actor, Michael Bay actually hired me to do a bigger part in that movie. I turned him down to do another movie with my boy John Dahl, which got canceled. So I kind of lost both of them in a way. And then eight months later, Michael Bay goes, hey, Coatsy, would you mind coming on and redoing the beginning of this movie? We need a better beginning and we want you to do it. I said, sure, Michael, sure I will. So I had a lot of fun. Yeah, and you played a thug, which was, a real stretch for you, Kim. A real stretch for you to play a thug. That's Rod. Like, you know this, but my mom in Saskatoon goes, and who are you killing this one? And and do you do you live in this one? I just want it. And I go, Mom, I can't tell you. Mom. How about that? Of course. Of course. <laughs> well, you couldn't tell us any of these exciting projects that you'd had uh you've been working on through all this. So what can you tell us today? Well, it's good to see you again there, buddy boy. And, you know, since we last yeah. talked, the, the world is still in this COVID thing, and, and hopefully it's getting better and better with the smart ones like me who are vaccinated and, and, and boosted and doing the right thing for, for the hospitals and the nurses and the doctors and all that stuff. So hopefully it's going to keep getting better and better. But I haven't really stopped. I, and the, I guess the big one, I have three films opening this year, which is really cool. One with my daughter, Brenna, actually, uh, called Neon Lights. Dana Abraham stars in it and wrote it. We shot it in Hamilton, and it's it's freaking amazing. This movie is so, so good. A couple others. I did Donkey Head in Regina um, with Agam Darshi. We shot that last January. Freezing, but it, it's it's coming out this year. Excited about that as well. But the big one is uh, is White House Plumbers. I, I filmed that with Woody Harrelson and, and Lena Headey and, and Justin Thoreau in upstate New York for five months uh it's watergate rod true story i play a real guy frank sturgis italian philly um and it's like if the 50th anniversary you're too young for this rod but i'm not nixon 1972 given that stupid little peace sign getting on his plane and yeah. taking off this is uh, the 50th anniversary and it's huge it's uh it's well over 100 million dollar budget and hbo did it right and i can't wait for the world to see it I'll never forget the title, White House Plumbers. And for your information, I was born in 1972. So what can you tell us a little <laughs> more about your role, if you don't mind, please? There you go, uh, Rod. Yeah, you were a baby, uh, literally. Um, look, there's eight guys who were part of the 
White House Plumbers. That was our that was our code name. And Howard Hunt, played by Woody Harrelson, Gordon Liddy, played by Justin Thoreau. They steamrolled the entire thing of breaking into the Democratic head, head, uh, na uh, national headquarters at the Watergate Hotel. And people don't know this, but we actually broke in four times before we finally got caught. Four, where's that four? Over there, mm. yeah, somewhere over there. Anyway, four times. And uh, it's, it's all true, and it's, it's hysterical. David Mandel directs it, he's won a few Emmys for Veep and Seinfeld. And uh, just to get back to 1972, Rod, and wear that polyester and those ties and, and those loafers and sore feet every day. And it was, my hair looked like this guy. Uh, Frank Sturgis died in 1993, the real guy. But we're all gonna do it justice. And it's, uh, it's coming out in May, HBO 2022. I was just Googling that actually. Uh, it came up at IMDB, a five part series. Yeah, so May is when it drops. You got me excited. now. As a kid of the 80s, really, is what I was. I heard so much about Watergate. I'm wondering about your daughter, Brenna. What does she think about this project of her dad's? Like, I knew very much of it as a, as a kid. Yeah, she didn't, hey? She, she, I mean, she heard about Nixon. She, you know, history, a bit of a history buff. But she knew nothing about it, really. And uh, so to be able to be in something that is a historical truth like this, and it's actually turned into a six-part series rod not five it's six actually um and the cars and the hair and everyone's smoking i mean it's all real and i i'm i'm just really super pumped for it to, to be out and when i was filming it rod i mean i know that we're going to talk about pegasus here in a second and stars ambulance which i'm so involved with and so happy to be involved with but when i was filming for the four and a half months because of the delta variant in the summer and fall HBO would not allow me to fly to, to Canada. So I missed all the Saskatchewan showing off of this incredible 68 Ford Mustang Fastback, over 500 horsepower. But it went all over Saskatchewan. They did a tour. Vaughn Wyant, Lori Leach. I'm so proud of them and their team at Pegasus. And having me along as a bit of an ambassador has been a, a real honor for me. But yeah, we're, we're selling this car on auction live, History Channel. 28th of January, three o'clock Saskatoon time, because as we know, the world revolves around Saskatoon. It's 3 p.m., 28th of January. That Pegasus automobile is going to be auctioned off to a lucky buyer of that vehicle, and every penny goes to Stars Ambulance. I thought I was the only one that said so. I'm glad there's at least two that say <laughs> that the world revolves around us. That's <laughs> yeah, the sad thing is we believe it. But I, listen, That's I saw all the photos of, of the vehicle and, um, you know, stars. I'm not, this sounds dumb to say, one of the most worthwhile charities in the province. I, to say the most is a disservice to the others, but sure. kind of the other important ones, right? But this is a big one, man. They got a big budget. And I sometimes I wonder where we were as a province without the Stars Air Ambulance, how we did things. The stories what are just a, unbelievable, the lives that it saved. What a great thing to say, Rod. You're so right. I mean, I think the pinnacle of that 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 Humboldt uh, Bronco tragic tragic bus bus crash that 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 is you know you can't even talk about it without tearing up and 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 all 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 that. But the stars were first on the scene. You can only imagine what that must have been like. And to have Alberta 
Saskatchewan and parts of Manitoba and BC, mostly Saskatchewan and Alberta, to have this STARS ambulance and the fleets, uh, we need new helicopters, we're getting them, we're raising all this money, all this awareness. They, those pilots and nurses on those, uh, on those helicopters do the most amazing job that we, that yeah, did we take it for granted? How did we even have, when farmers would get hurt in the field or, or car crash in Northern Saskatchewan, whatever, without stars, man, um, we're saving so many lives and we, we can't really live in our communities without doing that. So pretty proud and it's a very, very large charity and Scott Moe does a great job in, in donating money back to stars, which we so need. And, and like I said, Von Wyant and Lori Leach, spearheading this Pegasus project. We've raised so much money, it's ridiculous, and it's all going to stars, and I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Yeah, like I said, it's needed, because it's just that it's an expensive thing to run. It saves so many lives. Kim, uh, you're looking fantastic. I'm so glad that you had some exciting news to drop here today, but the visits are always great. The CFL did play as I told you that it would. Winnipeg won so, the great cup, right, if you didn't hear. Right. Yeah, before we go, I gotta just say a couple things. First of all, I listen to you all the time. And, and you, you fill me in Appreciate with everything that's going on in Canada. I need to know one thing. How are we, and, and I did see the Grey Cup. I was flying that day, saw the final, uh, the, the last two quarters. I have no idea what that guy from Hamilton was doing, giving up the single point. I think he thought he was in America. It's just, it was just, you know, too bad for, for Hamilton, my God. But what a game, what a game. How are we going to make up this, these NHL games? I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. What's happening? They're all postponed. I get it. Omicron flying around. I understand. Protocol 5. I get it. But how are we going to make all those games up, bro? We have a two-week window, and we have three weeks plus of games postponed. So your guess is as good as mine. Maybe ask Gary Bettman, because I don't think he knows, so I don't know. They don't know, Kim. All right. That's the answer. They don't know. Sorry. Let me know, Rod. Let me know. Say hi to Darren for me. I'll find out. He is. You're, you've, you know, you've hit Darren today. I don't know where he is. He didn't make the cut today, but that's all right. He's, he's around. Love you, Kim. Thanks for the time. Love you, buddy. Stay safe. Take care down there, buddy. All right. Thanks, Rod. See you, buddy. Kim Coates, uh, three films coming out this year. And also that big Stars Air Ambulance lottery coming up at the end of the month, too. Wonderful. January 28th. He asked about Moose. He's in next for overtime. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. All right, welcome back. It is overtime. And since he was asked for, let's get the moose on the screen. Kim Coates was wondering where you are. He thinks I've stashed you away somewhere, Moose. Did you see? You must have been watching that part of the interview. I actually missed that part. I took a call, but uh, oh! that's pretty funny. Next time I'll stick around, uh, hey. I guess. Yeah, you got to. The Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship is coming to Calgary. Saturday's card features two world titles on the line see it live at gray eagle resort and casino in calgary or watch live on pay-per-view pawfc.com for more information and obviously ticket info let's let the cat out of the bag now a guy by the name of andrew has written me he says rod are you coming to palace athena's on saturday the answer is yes 
The Eagles supposed to land at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time. Darren, you'll already be a Gray Eagle. I will jump in the transportation that will be provided for me, and I'll be racing down to the Gray Eagle, and I will be there Saturday night for Palace Athena's Women's Fighting Championships, two titles on the line. So how about that? How about That's that? That's pretty cool. Really, really cool. I'm, I'm happy that they're partnering with us to help bring some awareness to it. It's brand new. Um, it's all women. It's kind of groundbreaking, um, putting them on the map. And there's a name associated that some of our viewers will, will recognize, Chris Cyborg. She won, she won like the Grand mm. Slam. All the major promotions, she's held a title in, including being one of the greatest of the UFC. So Chris Cyborg is a part of this. She's not fighting, but she's got uh, fighters, I believe, that are taking part. And she's actually going to be in Calgary for a meet and greet on Saturday, too. She's like the owner and the coach. and She's the Dana White of this. How about that? Am I right? Well, not of the operation, but of a group of fighters. So A team, yeah. A, a team, yeah. Uh, Jeff in Winnipeg watching, he says, all I can say, if you're sick, stay home. My wife tested positive for COVID. She's almost better, but now I'm battling it. Stay home, stay safe if you're sick. Did that, I'm out. Bob's your uncle. Uh, good. From... From the general in Calgary says, sounds like a good cow town bout. I got to be honest with you. I'm not overly excited about leaving South Florida. I'm tremendously excited to get to Calgary and Gray Eagle to start broadcasting live shows. And Saturday night, it is the Palace Athena's Women's Fighting Championship. And we're going to be there if, again, the plane lets it. It's six days away. So fingers crossed, five days, whatever. Um, yeah, Kim Coates answer, or asks all the tough questions. How are they going to get these NHL games in? I don't know. I will bet you everything that I have that Gary Bettman doesn't know. I put the comment in my Monday morning goalie column today. Last minute of play. Last minute of play in the RP show. I put the column in the R Monday morning goalie column today. There's two-week window and three weeks worth of postponement. Will they delay the playoffs? It's, I got to think it's the only way to do it. Yeah, if they, they have, have to. to. I mean, look at look at the pandemic. The NHL has not been shy away from moving their schedule around or playing in in unconventional times or dropping the number of total games. Now, it won't be completely fair, but we've done we've seen it before where the season got chopped off and then they went to a playoff. It'll and expanded the playoff, right? You'll look at the remaining games. They'll be looking at everything here. My cousin Christine and Madison hat. He says, thanks for another great show. I'm sorry I couldn't get to all the comments. It was a brand new week. We were excited to get on the air, but we'll do it again tomorrow at noon Eastern and talk to more of you then here on Game Plus and YouTube. Nerds! <laughs> Nerds! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.